Hello, I'm Brett Yules, and welcome to Multitrack Masters, a podcast exploring the multi-tracks of some of popular music's biggest hits. We'll be talking about how they were made, the stories behind them, and the creative process. Today's episode is on Prince's 1984 hit, Let's Go Crazy. Let's Go Crazy is the first Prince song credited as Prince and the Revolution and was the lead single from Prince's sixth studio album, Purple Rain. The song was written and produced by Prince and engineered by Susan Rogers. If you're not familiar with Susan Rogers, she's Prince's long-term engineer since 1983. And the Purple Rain album and Let's Go Crazy in particular was her first time working with Prince. When he was alive, Prince wasn't too vocal about the writing process behind his music. Since his death in 2016, Susan has opened up about this and given some real insight into how some of Prince's most beloved songs came to be. So let's dive in. In 1983, Bob Cavallo, Prince's then-manager, was trying to get a Prince film off the ground. Prince had just released his album 1999, and it saw him skyrocket into popular culture. Bob found a writer named William Blinn and set up a meeting with Prince. At the meeting, Prince pulled out a purple notebook and started to discuss his ideas for a feature-length film. William found a director named Albert Magnoli, and he helped rewrite William's rough script into a fully-fledged film. Now that a movie was on the table, Magnoli asked Prince for 12 songs for the film. So Prince handed over a bunch of songs he'd already written, but was keen to get back into the studio and write some new music. The 1999 tour had just ended in April 10th, 1983, and by early June, Prince had set himself and his band The Revolution up for rehearsal in a warehouse in Minneapolis. The building has since been demolished, but most of the Purple Rain album came together there. To quote Susan Rogers, We just threw a nice piece of carpet on the floor and set the console in front of where the band rehearsed. I set up monitors on stands, wheeled over a tape machine, an outboard gear rack, and got everything wired up. End quote. In August of 1983, Prince played a show at First Avenue. This marked the first time Prince had played Let's Go Crazy to a live audience. It was common at the time for Prince to use live recordings as a bed for songs. He'd then layer overdubs and rework the songs at the warehouse or at his studio at Paisley Park to make the final album versions. I Would Die For You, Baby I'm A Star and Purple Rain 
were all done this way and made from the First Avenue recordings. But Prince felt that Let's Go Crazy felt a little bit too frantic in the recording, so he decided to re-record the song at the warehouse instead. So diving into the multi-track, let's start with the drum tracks. Prince used a LM1 drum machine, which is an early version of a drum machine called the Lindrum. And this machine is used throughout Prince's career and is somewhat of a signature sound for him. He used the LM1's kick drum, snare drum, hand clap and a pitched down rim shot as the bed for the song. Notice the interesting use of a triplet used on the rim shot. Here's what they all sound like together. The snare is doubled up with some white noise and my guess is that that may have came from the Simmons SDSV drum machine. But it's a sound that can be replicated on many different drum machines and synthesizers, so it's hard to really say. But here's what that sounds like. Prince decided not to use any of the hi-hats or the cymbals that came from the LM1. Instead, he used his drummer, Bobby Z. Bobby played all the hi-hats, the ride cymbals and the crash cymbals on an actual live drum kit. And here's what Bobby sounds like in action. The main synth hook that plays throughout the track was played by Lisa Coleman, who was Prince's keyboard player. She plays the Oberheim synth. Prince loved Oberheim synths and he used them all the time. There's actually two different types of Oberheim synths on Let's Go Crazy. One is a OBSX and one is a OBX. It's hard to tell which is featured here, but here's a clip of Lisa playing. I love that it has that sort of church organ feel to it and it works really well when Prince is delivering his sermon-like vocals at the very beginning of the song. Onto the bass, Mark Brown plays this rocky, heavily distorted bass line. Prince was known to use Boss pedals for his guitar effects, so it's likely he might be using a Boss DS1 for this distorted tone. Here's what it sounds like. Next up is the guitar, and there's actually three different guitar tracks in the multi-track. So it's difficult to tell which one's a Prince and which one is his rhythm guitar player, Wendy Melvin. 
but as far as processing goes, I can definitely hear some sort of Octava. Some sort of flanger. And some sort of wah pedal. One thing I know is Prince is the guitar solos at the end of the song. And Prince actually plays two different solos on top of each other. And the result is pretty fantastic. Take a listen. There's also a part in the breakdown where Prince plays that classic James Brown funky guitar sound. Before we get onto vocals, there's a couple of overdub tracks I want to talk about. There's some extra synth parts, which are most likely Oberheim synths again, but I also hear an ARP Selena string ensemble in there too. Here's what I think of the Oberheim parts. Here's what I think is the Selena. Then in the middle of the song, there's a very strange, almost honky-tonk piano part. And if the rumours are true, supposedly Prince played this part with his feet. Take a listen. Then there's a really nice cowbell part in the middle break. And then finally a tambourine part that also only plays in the middle break. So that's it for instruments, now let's get on to vocals. Susan recorded Prince's vocals using a Sennheiser D330. On the final record, you can also hear the use of a prime time delay. 
It's worth noting though that this delay isn't printed to the lead vocal in the multi-track, but is noticeable on the final record. If you don't like the world you're living in, take a look around you. At least you got friends. You see, I call my own lady. Phone friendly word. She just picked up the phone, dropped it on the floor. Was all I heard, but I'm not gonna let the elevator bring us down. Oh no, let's go, let's go crazy. The talking sermon type vocal that Prince wrote for the intro uses some sort of modulation to give his voice that wobbly effect. It's likely to be a chorus from his boss pedal board. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through this thing called life. Electric word, life, it means forever, and that's a mighty long time. But I'm here to tell you, there's something else. The afterworld. Now moving on to our final category, which is background vocals. There's three backing vocal tracks in total, which consists of Prince, Wendy, and Lisa. The first is some ad-libs, laughing, and chanting, which sounds like this. When we do, what's it all for? Crazy. Go crazy. Let's go. Let's go. And the second track is a harmony vocal for the choruses. <sighs> Am I gonna let the elevator bring us down? Oh no, let's go. And finally, the last back and vocal is actually a vocal double for the lead and also some pitched vocal effects Prince provided, which give this demonic, evil-sounding feeling. Let's go crazy. Let's get nuts. Let's look for the purple banana till they put us in a truck. Let's go! Crazy. Let's go crazy. Crazy. And that makes up all the tracks in the multi-track. Susan said that they mixed most of the songs on Purple Rain as they went along, and that many of the songs were six to seven minutes, which were then edited down for radio edits at a later stage. Let's Go Crazy was released on July 18th, 1984, and on August 4th became his second number one hit on the Billboard Top 100. It remained there for 24 weeks. Be sure to go check the song out on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, or wherever you listen to music. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, and if you did, please like and subscribe, and be sure to check in next time as we dissect another multi-track master.